Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Kingdom Within. Today we're going to be talking about where does love come from? I believe, because I live by this principle, that within love is the answer to every question or the seed of every solution. We learn through the scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. It reads paraphrased like this. It tells us what love is. It teaches us the attributes of love. It says that love is patient and love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on having its own way. It's not irrational or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And in this passage, it says, love never fails. The lesson goes on to teach us how we are to measure the gifts that we feel that we have to give versus love. So love is God and God is love. And when we look at the attributes of love, I believe all of us want a world in which love resonates. We want a world in which love can be seen. That is the core of what we're searching for. That's the higher energy, the higher elevation, the higher plane of living that is fought so much in so many environments. But in reality, it's very simple, hard to live and demonstrate if we don't have a divine awakening. But I believe when we show individuals by the fruit of our lives that love is present, the the divine is present, that we'll aspire to live that way. I'm going to let that resonate with you for a moment and we'll be right back. seven keys to awaken the kingdom of heaven within, I write about love. We're able to see that love in 1 Corinthians 13 when we look at the story of Christ and the laying down of one's life for a friend. That's what John tells us, this incredible story of for God so loved the world. But when we read John 3, 16 and 17, It gives us this elaborate story about God's love. And when we look at the event of Christ yielding his life for a purpose that involved individuals that may not have even wanted the benefit of that purpose, we're able to see this display of what was written in 1 Corinthians 13. If we're able to capture it, then what we see is more than just a bill being paid, which often is what Calvary is relegated to, or the experience of Pascha is relegated to. Um, God had a bill. I had a debt. Jesus came in and paid it, almost like someone paying for your meal. But when we're able to look through the eyes of love and understand that's God's perspective, Then we see the story in a very different way. 
Um, we will miss the love if we only look at the suffering and then internalize everything that I caused Christ to have to endure. But when we look at this story through the eyes of love, we see him displaying kindness. We see ourselves receiving the benefit of love and the incredible gift that we did not deserve. We see grace. Uh, we see Calvary as an incredible story of someone innocent who, the, as a result of politics, religious jealousy, um, even what I call groupthink, because the people were involved in picking between Jesus and Barabbas. So there was a sociological component to this story as well. And so all realms of society, all levels of society were participating in this story that we talk, talk about um, related to the crucifixion. And yet his attitude remained divine. I believe that is the story, seeing the difference between how everyone around him in society and religion, um, in the political environment, civic arena, how they were thinking of themselves, and yet he was thinking of everyone else. And even when we look at the, the days uh, as they passed and all of the interactions that Christ had, when you are a Christian, you review his journey and the words that he spoke when we're going through Holy Week, but we're able to see something emerge is this forgiveness. We see Christ displaying an unconditional love that would only be the result of something supernatural. Um, For God so loved the world, I write in my book, extends further than our carnal minds can conceive because God is love. And it's very difficult for us to comprehend that. There is a writing by Emmett Fox. If you've never read him, I encourage you to. And I'm gonna read some of this excerpt where he talks about love. He says, love is by far the most important thing of all. It is the golden gate of paradise. Pray for the understanding of love. Meditate upon it daily. It casts out fear. It is the fulfilling of the law. It covers a multitude of sins. Love is absolutely invincible. There is no difficulty that enough love will not conquer, no disease that enough love will not heal, no door that enough love will not open, no gulf that enough love will not bridge, no wall that enough love will not throw down, no sin that enough love will not redeem. It makes no difference how deeply seated may be the trouble, how hopeless the outlook, how muddled the tangle, how great the mistake. A, a sufficient realization of love will dissolve it all. If only you could love enough, you would be the happiest and most powerful being in the world. I believe I'll leave you with that today. Life is all about love.
If what we talked about today resonated with you, then I invite you to read Seven Keys to Awaken the Kingdom of Heaven Within. The book and journal are available exclusively at CherylNaomiDavis.com.